Welcome to the bonus segment for episode 71. Today's nationwide hand-holding sing-along is reserved exclusively for our Patreon supporters, which is you. Thank you so much. Also, fun fact, as a Patreon supporter, if you are a vanquisher of patriarchy level backer, you get a very special once a month AMA with the three of us where you get to see our faces, you get to see our messy ass rooms, and uh, you get to ask us whatever the fuck you want. So last session, we talked about, what did we talk about? Mayonnaise. Uh, Productivity tools. We talked about Ebony's love of mayonnaise. Don't even, don't even put that, that lie It was out good. There. It was a good time. So if you, you know, ever feel like, one, if you are a level, a backer at that level, awesome, join us, please. And if you ever feel like upgrading, that is easily done on patreon.com slash femfreak where you already know how to get to. <laughs> I, I also have to mention something very, very important that happened on this week's AMA, which is that Ebony actually admitted that she it, experiences Carol. human emotions. She admitted it. It's on video. We have yep. the, we have yep. the proof. So, uh, well, luckily Ebony doesn't know how to record. Ebony doesn't know how to edit video, so she won't be able to cut it out. No, I, I know. And you know what? I, I'm just going to, it's probably time for me to just acknowledge that I feel joy. I feel sadness. I could, if you cut me, do I not bleed? <laughs> Whatever, people. Um, I don't know, Ebony. I've never cut you before. Would you like me to try? Anita, why are you so <laughs> difficult? I'm so funny. You are so challenging. Uh, <laughs> hey, so speaking of joy, um, I, I want to briefly mention, too, before we leave us behind completely, um, how how fun this movie was for me to watch, partially because it's it's so packed with little uh, references and nods to things. And, um, you know, Eve Ewing, uh, I think, did a whole thread about, like, sort of interpretations of things and, like, little images and moments and coincidences and speculations about what things mean. But, um, you know, th- there were also just little things that I spotted here and there that w- just made the-, the experience of watching the film a little more, a little more fun. Like sometimes, you know, pretty subtle things like, um, so when, when the family uh, goes to Santa Cruz and, you know, uh, Adelaide is feeling increasingly kind of, uh, oppressed by all the coincidences and and things that she's seeing everywhere. Um, one thing I noticed is that one of Kitty's daughters is wearing uh, a black flag t-shirt, which, yes. uh, which uh, the whack-a-mole prize guy um, at the, at, in the flashback that we'd just seen earlier of, uh, of what was actually uh, Red's child. Yeah. Red's childhood, I guess. Um, but you know, was wearing a black flag T-shirt. So just lots of little, so many little things there to kind which of which also echoes the eleven eleven. Yes, eleven eleven. Which I actually looked up. A... I I looked up the the biblical verse of eleven eleven, and it is um at least according to this translation or this version that I that was the first result on Google. Um, therefore, thus saith the Lord. Behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. And, you know, Red says that during the dance, she saw God. And I and I guess, like, it makes sense that 
1111 is a biblical reference in this film because it's very much a, a vengeful kind of God. And obviously the tethered are taking their vengeance uh, on the people on the surface. But um, anyway, yeah, God, there's so much but going I, but on But I think movie. like you can also, you know, the, the 11, the 11, like the mirroring of the numbers, right? Yes. You can also read it as the the Lord bringing evil upon the tethered and that they will not mm. be able to escape. And though they, you know. Um, sure. So I think like... I, I I I love um I love that. I one of the things that I loved about Eve Ewing's um thread, there were all of these things that she picked up um on a repeat viewing and that you absolutely I don't think there's any way anyone could have found all of those things or even most of those things um on a first viewing of the film. Um but that they they aren't Nece- they aren't necessary. Not all of them are no. necessary. They they add to the film or they can add to the film. But if you don't, you know, pick up on like references to Alice in Wonderland and the White Rabbit or whatever, like it's not going to really affect, you know, your understanding or enjoyment of the film necessarily. But I also think that like the film by throwing in so many of those things, um, it is it's a it's a way for peel to kind of laugh at those viewers who as you say you know look at um certain kinds of media as like puzzles to be figured out you know so it's like the people who pick apart things um and they'll often call these like plot holes like Okay, so where did the tethered come from? You know, where are they getting these rabbits? You know, um, are they like underneath the entire U.S.? Look, you know, like look, these kinds of questions. These are right? not invalid questions, okay? <laughs> In a way, I disagree because I think, you know, like that's that's not the point. I don't think the point is that like- It's not the point, but the thing is, it's hard not to ask those questions. Like where, who, how many generations have they been doing this? Because it's obviously we've seen for three generations. Like I think that there's- like not the point of the movie, but also I don't think it's unreasonable to be asking these questions and wondering like the 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 point of it. And like there's an element of uh, what like the person I went to see the movie with, he was like, you know, I almost wish it was a little more vague, so I didn't have those questions. Oh, I, yeah, I mean, because like the thing is that the the more they try to explain those things, yeah, I want them to explain less. Oh. Right. So it's so it's vague enough that you don't have these very specifics of like, how long has this been running? Is it a government conspiracy? Who did it? Where do they get clothes from? How can you live on just rabbit meat alone? Like how many like it just there's so many. I think in the same way that like um, what's the what's the the cabin in the woods, you know, with, you know, so in the same way that like if you spend too much time trying to, you know, solve the calculus of how, in fact, this would ever work, um, that you're kind of going on a detour that takes you further away. I I agree that it's the wrong questions and that we shouldn't be paying like it shouldn't be the questions we're asking when talking about the movie. But I but I think that it's not unreasonable for those questions to come up. I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is that um, if you spend any amount of time trying to, you know, figure out like solve for X with the underworld and the tethered, it very quickly reveals that it could not work. Right. Like that. It's not meant to be understood literally. I mean, like, Adelaide or who we think is Adelaide literally goes down like an escalator to this underworld to this you know like uh, it's like an asylum or a school in a lot of ways right 
You know, like there's no way that this could work logistically. And because it's so obvious that it couldn't work, I immediately stopped asking why it worked or how it could work. Because I was just like, there's no there's no point in asking this question. And, and I'm not saying that other people who, who had those questions and couldn't let them go had the wrong response. I'm saying for me, um, the, the very accumulation of weirdness worked to allow me to just like lean back and accept all of it. I think that the escalator thing didn't bother me because I had already been like, well, there's you've already established this underground network, which here's the other thing, too, is at the beginning, they make it a point to say on screen that there is this underground network of of um, underground tunnels all across America. Right. Like that is a very, very important point if it's stated at the beginning of the movie. Right. Um So to me, I like even while the movie's done, it doesn't feel that important to me. Like. Like, I didn't think that needed to be called out because I'm like, I can suspend my disbelief by being like, there's this thing underground that's happening in this weird escalator with the lights and it looks fucking amazing in the way that it was all shot. But then it goes into such specifics that don't feel as whimsical that like the whimsicalness allows me to sort of separate and be like, all right, I'm just going to go with this as opposed to some of the other elements that felt so like. Yeah, real. I, I, I guess. I guess for me, the the thing at the very beginning, uh, the 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 on screen text about how there are how there are you know thousands of miles of unused tunnels underneath the United States, like that's just uh, to me, uh, that's just to bring it, cl- you know, uh, close enough to reality to kind of like tap yeah. into my irrational fears without it being like. Without it co- coming so coming f- out into the light, where like rationality must be used to like explain it. So I I don't know. For me, it's 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 there to kind of make make me uneasy. So that so that you know, as I'm like walking around in the United States, I'm like thinking, you know, like oh, what's 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 under this? What's under the surface of America? I think it's a way of. Of of sure. asking the figurative question metaphor. of what's under the surface of of America, right? Like in in a figurative mm. sense. Yeah, I hear that. So, Anita, are you saying that you do not want to watch this movie with me again? <laughs> I do. I do not. Is that watch what you're saying? Again. I don't. Okay. I like again. I don't. I don't. I don't not like the movie, and I think that it's 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 very good in a lot of ways. I just it it. I was very. Like I, it ended and I was like, what the fuck was that? Like I legitimately was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to get out. It took me a long time to actually be like, oh, I finally, like I didn't get the metaphors. Like I, I was very confused. And I think part of it is that I went into it wa- like being like, it's going to have this profound statement. And then I, when I was like, well, what's the fucking statement? I didn't I really didn't understand it for a minute. It took me like a little bit of time and and talking through it to to get there. So I my experience watching it was a little um rough, like a little stressful uh, and like I don't does that make sense? Like I felt a little lot like I felt lost. Well, you know what would help with that is watching it again. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't feel lost anymore. With- <laughs> I feel like I found my way. You don't want to watch this with me again. It is it is a it is it is a challenging film, I think. Um but I also encourage people who, you know, don't want to who just want to watch um people be scary um and to be kind of unsettled and creeped out 
like just on that level alone, I think it works still. Yeah, totally. Watch it. Go see the fucking movie. Like I recommend people see the movie for real. But like I I always feel this tension. So things do not have to be this way. Okay. Like what I am about to say is not the way all things forever need to be. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to say this thing. Um, I have an expectation of Jordan Peele based on Get Out and based on knowing like his, uh, you know, attempts to make social commentary that I feel like it is a disservice to make it so abstract that the majority of people watching it don't walk away with this was the point. Like, and and I know we talked about Get Out and the differences between that and this um and on the main cast, but like whether you agreed with Get Out or whether you thought it was bullshit, like you knew what you were commenting on and you knew what you were agreeing to. With with us, it is it is a film that is trying to say a lot that I don't think is very clear to the average viewer. But again, it doesn't have to be. And I don't want to put that weight on like a marginalized voice that is trying to do something like it can just be artsy or it can be subtle or it can be abstract and it can be for two people. That's fine. But to me, I want like I kind of want this to be a big momentous thing that actually like makes people reflect in a clear way. And maybe that's happening and maybe I'm just fucking dumb. No, I don't I don't think clearly you're not dumb, but I do I I do want to push back against um the the notion that if people have to spend more time thinking about this movie about their reactions to it, you know, what they um, found compelling or not compelling, what worked for them, what didn't work for them. Just, you know, if they need to take more time or if they are not able to come to like a single definitive understanding of what the movie is, um, that, that that's not something that should be sought out. I, 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 I do think, you know, get out was, you know, for, for whatever value of this term you want to use an easier film for people to wrap their heads around. And this is part of what I mean when I say that, you know, Jordan Peele absolutely had to make Get Out before he would have been allowed to make a film like Us, you know? But when you're talking about the kind of issues that come up in Us, these are hard terrible, challenging, difficult things to wrap your head around. And so it almost, it would have felt inauthentic to me if there was some easy way of understanding it, you know? But that's, yeah, that's and, for and me again, I hear as you. And that's why, like, I, I also feel tension with what I'm saying, right? Like, I'm mm-hmm. not, I, qual- I qualified it because I d- it's complicated. Um, I guess I just want someone like, there, there are particular relatives of mine that are not very deep and profound human beings. And like, I would want them to see this movie and get something out of it. And I feel like they would not. I feel like they would go, they would not do what we're doing now where we're sitting and thinking about it and like discussing it and, and trying to get at the heart of it. They would just like take it on face value. And so you would do that and you'd be like, I saw this cool horror movie. Um, But to me as like, a feminist media critic and like someone that feels like the media can have an it profound impact on us. I want it to be as wide of a net as possible, but it doesn't, but it doesn't have to. And it doesn't mean that that's not also happening. I'm just making a lot of assumptions here. Yeah. I mean, I certainly as, a, I, I, as a feminist and a critic, 
like, and a feminist critic, I often feel a tension with, I'm not going to say us specifically, but with work in general, where, like, uh, you know, I might watch a film and see in it potential for some interpretations and understandings that are kind of progressive. But I also know with those particular films that the larger audience that for the larger audience, it's actually going to be be, in, be uh, experienced at a level where it actually reinforces kind of dominant um, uh, cultural values. And that's always like really frustrating for me because I don't want to be a critic who advocates for, like the last thing I want to be is a critic who advocates for um, really simple, you know, art that's always simple in its messaging or simple to interpret or whatever, because like, I feel like it, if... If, an, if a work of art can be boiled down to a, a message, a statement, then we don't need the art in the first place. Like, art should be, to some degree... I don't agree with that, though. I mean, I well, agree with what you're saying, I but mean, not that point. Okay, well, I mean... I think you can make cr- profoundly complicated art that is still clear to understand. No. And I think Get Out is that. Oh, sure. Okay. Yes. But I also... I guess what I mean is I also think that there's ver- there there's a great deal of value in art that because life itself is often ambiguous or contradictory or confusing, you know, art that is honest about that and is itself uh, some of those things in some ways. Like, you know, it, it's just, it, it's it's complicated, right? You want, I want art that's going to have a, a net positive impact on the world, um, but not in like a simplistic way, right? Not in a way that's that's like, uh, certainly not like after school special you know, type art, of course, right? But I think it's it's tough sometimes to advocate for such art without it seeming like that's what you're doing, right? You're, um, and it's not. But but art does have an impact on our culture. Anyway, this is a this is a this is a bigger co- conversation than we you know have time to like f- fully get into in this bonus. But the, I, those are just things that I that I struggle with as a critic sometimes. Cool. All right. All right. Ebony, you have any last thoughts before we wrap up this bonus? Not anything I can wrap up in, you know, a second. So let's talk about it in Discord. Yeah, that is a great idea. All right, y'all. Thank you. Tell us what you think of the movie. <laughs> Tell us what you think of our opinions. Tell us what your opinions are. Don't do are. that. But only if you're a backer of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only opinions we're going to take on board. All right, y'all. Bye. 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 Bye.